0: The Sharks might have found their new second line center in William Eklund. So we're discussing all that and more on today's episode. You're locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite, no, taking-ish, bad team, bad team uh, in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey. Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day. If you want to be an everyday, all you have to do is just follow wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well. And our sweet, Swedish child, William Eklund, takes another huge step tonight, making his debut as center. Um, and he might have stolen Luke Gator's job, Mikel Granlin's job. Uh, he might be your new 2C behind Tomas Hurdle when Hurdle gets back. Man. And that's, I mean, but we got to start with the beginning. The Sharks won, won this game, two to nothing. Uh, Shut out. Mackenzie Blackwood getting the Sharks first shutout out um, of the season as they hung in there, hung in there for the first two periods, it looked very sluggish. But then William Eklund kind of ignites uh, these Sharks uh, in the third period as they come uh, come out. With some energy, find some gas, juice, whatever you want to kind of f- call it. Uh, William Ecklin draw he the catalyst for the Sharks' win, um, as the Sharks went two to nothing behind Jan Ruda and Mark Edler goals. <laughs> who needs Who needs Eric Carlson? But the story of tonight, um, yes, Blackwood had a shutout. Blackwood was amazing. Blackwood kept the Sharks in this game, especially for the first two periods, while he kind of figured things out and kind of hung in there and, and got their legs going. But William Eklund uh, was the story of tonight's game um, in his first game as a center. And since he's come to San Jose, right, he has been playing on the wing, uh, playing on the left wing, play on the left wing all throughout uh, his time at the Barracuda. Anytime he's been in the NHL, he's played on the left wing. Um I was, I'm not going to, I was very skeptical about this move because, you know, even going back to his draft profile, he he was drafted as a center. Um, But a lot of people, a lot of very smart people said, I think he's more of a winger and he could be a winger in the long run, especially when the Sharks continue to add pieces um, down the middle, Will Smith, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But He got a taste of the second line center tonight, especially without um, with Tomas Hurdle being out. And he was the Sharks' best skater. We'll put it that way. He was the Sharks' best skater tonight. Um, Just having the puck on his stick more allowing him to do, you're putting him in a position to succeed by giving him the puck and letting him make decisions. And he's really good at doing that. Um, Go Just... The goal that, that Mark Edward Vlasic scores. Great shot by Vlasic. Awesome job by him. Uh, Vlasic has been, you know, I think we can have a conversation at some point soon about if Vlasic has maybe earned his keep going into next season. Um, but that's all William Eklund. William Ecklin gets into the defensive zone, weaves through like almost Connor McDavid's status. Almost. I'm not saying William Ecklin's Connor McDavid, but. Almost kind of just weaves through the entire neutral zone through all five Kraken skaters gets hooked. Should have drawn a penalty. This should have the sharks. If they not scored there, that should have been a power play opportunity for the sharks um, gets it. Sends it back to the point is able to, and then which then leads to the goal uh, secondary assist for, for Mr. Eklund there um, like two minutes later back on the ice. Gets the puck in the neutral zone, drives head of speed, you know, gets gets some speed, um, goes towards the defender, the patented William Eklund spinny creates some space and then is able to drive to the goaltender and create a high danger chance there. Not a shot, but a high danger chance, um, which then leads to kind of you know uh, more more sharks ruckus there. Um even you saw and uh, the way David Quinn lately has really figured out his roster and the way to utilize them. And I was really curious to see how the Sharks would use Eklund, right? Especially at center. Um, you know, he's been okay-ish at faceoffs when he's had to come in, but tonight kind of being the main face-off guy, and you could tell he kind of struggled, right? Um, early. He hasn't had to take faceoffs in in a while, but whenever... Whenever Quinn wanted to get Ekwin out there, but it was a defensive zone start, he would put Nico Sturm, who behind Tomas Hurdle, is the best faceoff guy. And I'm very much faceoffs in the long run, don't matter, but in key points. But put Sturm out there, they win the draw, and as soon as they get out, um, Sturm comes off and Duclair comes on. That's just like really smart coaching, right? Putting your... You know, this is a lot for a young player. And I, I fully expect if the sharks continue to have William Eklund as a center, I fully expect him to spend the entire summer just taking face-offs, taking draws, and just coming back and just being like really good at and working with Nico Sturm every day and just being really good at like I wouldn't be surprised if if by next year Eklund is, you know, an average face-off guy. Like he just he's got that mentality of like it's almost like uh, like LeBron or Michael Jordan again like LeBron or Michael Jordan where they just go off in the summer and they're like I'm gonna become really good at this one thing that I need to work on I I wouldn't be surprised if is just like I'm gonna spend every day in the summer just taking like 500 face-offs and just practicing it every day um, poor mama Eklund, she's gonna be dropping the puck all day long um, but you know <laughs> sorry uh, but I like I just I think that's what he's going to do because he's like okay this is what if I'm going to continue to just be awesome if i want to be the player i think that we, that i can be and the think that all of us think that he's going to be this is the thing i got to work on so that way i can play all situations and yeah and i know team tank etc cetera, etc cetera, but you look at tonight who was their best who was like kind of generally the shark's best players right william ecklin Mackenzie blackwood and shakir Mukmadulin. um Mooka continues like you could argue he was the best defenseman on the Sharks and he has been the best defenseman for the past two games. And yes, it's a two game sample size. He's going to be so awesome. Like he is going to be so good. Like you can just go ahead and and put him in. He's going to be in the starting lineup next year. Um, He's going to be so good for the Sharks. And again, David Quinn kind of taking the lessons from this year. Um, If you remember, kind of one of those those games i think right around the christmas time um where the sharks were trying to hold a lead and they kind of threw out some of the old defensemen um and they end up losing the lead right especially because the and then if you remember the game before henry thrun was out there held down the lead i think it was that was the um the montreal game if i remember correctly sharks had a two-goal lead henry thrun played like a ton of minutes down the end, you know, even empty net situation. Henry Thrun was out there, and the Sharks held on to the lead. Um, I know Henry Thrun's not out, but he, Quinn knows. Guess what? Mukwa Dolan is going to. He's been my best defenseman. Um, I'm going to put him out there with Jan Ruda. Jan Ruda has been. Those two guys have been playing really well. I'm going to put him out there and get him a taste of this. This right here. Sharks are up one, trying to hold a lead. The Kraken are pushing hard. I'm going to put out Zetterlin, Couture, Eklund, uh, Jan Ruda, and Shakir Mukamadon. You guys go win this game for us. Go hold this game down. Um, and they did it, right? That's learning experiences for Eklund. That's learning experiences for uh, Zetterlin. You have a guy like Couture who's been there, done that. A guy like Jan Ruda who's been there, done that, where they can lean on these guys. And then a, guy, a learning experience for Shakir Mukamadon. That is trusting trusting your best players, no matter how young or old they are to go out there and try to finish this game off. And they reward you with is that. one like, almost like hits the post uh, on an empty letter and Yan Ruda ices it. This was, again, you're, you're getting contributions for your young players. And yes, if you're going to like win games in this time of year, and there's a, now that there's a two point difference between Chicago and, and um, San Jose and after tomorrow, Chicago will have a game in hand and Conor Badar is going to come back at some point, but you're getting contributions f- from your, f- your soon to be franchise players. Your Shakir Mukumadoulins, your William Eklins, your Fabian Zetterlins. like this is what you want. Sharks fans, you want your young players performing well. And if they earn some wins along the way, then they earn some wins along the way. Right. If you're going to get some wins, at least have your young players play well. It's and yes, I know Ruda and, and Vlasic scored, but watching the game, right, you saw it was the young guys driving the way. It was Eklund driving the way. Um, Zetelin, you know, continued, has maybe not his best game tonight, but Zetelin's been great all season long. Shakir Mukhammadullah showing, you know what? Maybe this Timo Meyer trade is going to work out for the Sharks in the long run. Um, yeah. Man, I'm, uh, this is why William Eklund's going to be a superstar, guys. Stuff like this, stuff like this. Anyway, uh, we're going to dig into the numbers here, kind of look at why, how this echo line actually performed, um, especially compared to the rest of the Sharks line. And, you know, kind of how the Sharks really came alive in this third period because it was absolutely dreadful. Uh, So we'll do that here in just one second. I know we come to talk uh, sports and escape from all the crazy realities of life, but can we talk about uh, for one minute? Being prepared for real life. According to FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. I know the holiday season is over, but you might still be traveling. Um, I know I'm traveling a lot right lately, going up to San Jose. Um, the last thing you want to do is be unprepared to take care of yourself or a loved one if you fall ill. Jace Medical can give you the peace of mind even before you hop in the car, hop on a flight. Uh, Jace Medical is packed with five different antibiotics to beat a long list of bacterial infections, including UTIs, respiratory infections, uh, cyanitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician account it will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed at a local pharmacy at the fraction of the regular costs. It's been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com, use code locked on to get $20 off your order. And the Super Bowl is set. Of course, the San Francisco 49ers are gonna be playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And FanDuel has got you covered because you're America's number one sports book. If you are like me, Super Bowl Sunday, it's a very bittersweet day. One, you're it's enjoy watching the last game, but then you also know it's the last game of the season. So I like to make sure I go all out, right? Got the Traeger going, sitting on the couch. I got the sound bar on, everything ready to go. I'm super excited. Um And Fandle, they're going to have you covered with uh, more than one way to earn a W. Um, You can do that by betting on Super Bowl 58 with Fandle. There's plenty, plenty of player props odds, whatever you're looking for, FanDuel has got you covered. Uh, again, I love the Christian McCaffrey scoring touchdown and scoring a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. I think uh, McCaffrey's going to have himself a monster day. Right now, new customers join today and get $200 in bonus bets. For your first bet of $5 or more wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. All right, so let's dig into the numbers of the Sharks two to nothing uh, game, win over the Seattle Kraken. Again, Mackenzie Blackwood first shutout of the season for the Sharks, first shutout since March, uh, which I forgot they shut out the the Winnipeg Jets at the end of last or um, season. But um, for the numbers again. The Kraken really kind of controlled the pace the first two periods. and Then things kind of turned around uh, in the third period as the Sharks kind of like really took it to the, the Kraken in the beginning. And the Kraken down one nothing tried to kind of come back. But um, 54-26, pretty even game when it comes to penalties. Both teams got one power play, um, which, of course, they neither one of them scored. And then you had some... Uh, Empty net situation time at the end. So we had fifty four twenty six of five v five time, um, sixty to forty one shot attempts in favor of the Kraken. Really, really supported by the first period where it's nineteen to nine in favor of the Kraken, um, and then things kind of started to even up a little bit here. So, but um, of course, before it ended up being fifty nine point four one to forty point five nine um, actual shots uh, at five v five was twenty nine to twenty of course, in favor of the Kraken 34 to 19 scoring chances in favor of the Kraken and 12 to nine high danger chances. Uh, Expect goals for 2.94 to 2.09. Um, and it's really crazy because like the sharks, again, Didn't do very much in the first period, but really came alive in the second period. They they actually had more expected goals than the Kraken at one point one seven to one point one six, very even, but slight edge to the to the Sharks there. Um, As especially that kind of the beginning of of the first uh, beginning of the third period, where the Sharks again really kind of took it to the Kraken. The so uh, Lions tonight, again, um, natural stat trick. They don't have Jacob McDonald as a forward, so the Lions aren't true, true Lions, but we'll try to kind of put them together as best we can. Um, so we had Barabanov, Eklund Duclair, Zedelin Kotor, Hoffman, Hoffman, uh, Zedina carpenter Bailey and then Sturm Cunning um and then uh Jacob McDonald. So I'll kind of pull up those guys individual Corsi 4 here. We can kind of try to put things together uh a little bit. But for the sharks, um the line that played the most, of course, uh was the Eklin of Duclair line. And they had a pretty good night. 13 to 12 shot attempts. Again, sharks were you know outshot by a good chunk for this game um five to six actual shots a one goal four thanks to mr eklund 0.51 to 0.75 expected goals uh four again this line is not going to be defensively responsible right um bear battle eklund declare eklund's maybe the best defender and he's 21 years old um playing in his first game as center um so this this line is very much an all-gas, no breaks type of line. Um, but six scoring chances, four eight allowed. Um, three to four high danger chances, um, six three-one zone start. So again, kind of going back to that David Quinn trying to protect this line as best he can, but also knowing this line is going to be kind of the line I have to ride to win this game. Um, Zettelin Kotor Hoffman. Played 1055, uh six to twelve shot attempts, four to six actual shots on goal, 0. 0.41 to 0. 0.37, um, two to six high danger chances, one to one, uh sorry, two to six scoring chances, one to one high danger chances, two four eight zone starts. So this line really good and of got the brunt of the defensive zone starts, um, which would make sense, right? Zetlin, Couture, Hoffman—like veterans—with the exception, you know, of Zetlin. Um, again, trying to kind of protect the Eklund line as best as you can. Um, and although they kind of got outshot and outchanced, um, you know, I, I think they were the quality over quantity. You know, what, we're gonna we'll let you guys take some shots, et cetera. But we're we're gonna kind of tighten up when we need to. Um, and they did a pretty solid job of that. Uh, Zadina Carpenter Bailey played 7:37, uh, eleven to eight shot attempts in favor of that line. Five to three um, actual shots on goal. 0.65 to 0.33 expected goals. Four five to five scoring chances. Two to two high danger chances. Then uh, with three four three zone starts. And this line has been a very fun, energetic line. And you know they kind of they don't get the most ice time, but they really try to take advantage of the time, that the opportunities that they do get. Um, As for, um, so McDonald, um, 10 to 19 shot attempts of 34.48 Corsi 4, Cunning and Sturm, actually, so their Corsi 4 when they were on the ice together at all situations, uh, they were all had the same 10 to 19, 34.48 shot attempts. Um, Looks like it's about 5 to 10, 5 to 11 actual shots. Um, So... With yeah, so that's kind of with four, five, four zone starts and Sturm got some more defensive zone starts kind of taking a place for the Eklund, uh line there. so that line was okay um tonight, but they kind you know they know their role. so um yeah, for the actual defenseman, uh, so leading the way for the defenseman, Nikita Hochuk, um, who I thought would had a brutal night. Um, and there's a conversation to be had about a Hochek when the Sharks get healthy on the blue lines. He actually led the way with shot attempts, 11 to 12, uh, 47.83. Corsi for Addison was right behind him at 45.45. Corsi for uh, Vlasic uh, 14 to 18, 43.74. 5, uh, Mucumidum, 15 to 22, 40.54. Um, and then Ty Emerson, 13 to 25, 34.21. Um, and then, oh, sorry. Bruto was also at 35.9% Corsi four. So again, sharks were outshot a, a fair amount. So the defensemen are going to kind of take the brunt of that. Um, this is, I thought a was, especially in the first period Uh, not great. And you kind of saw as his ice time kind of dwindle as the game went on. And, you know, guys like Shakir Mookumatulan kind of got more and more of that ice time. I'm kind of looking at their ice time right now um, for the defense. Uh, So, yeah, uh Hocheck only played 1356. Uh Dulan played 22 minutes, Ruta played 25 minutes, Lithanway, uh Vlasic played 20 minutes. So, um and then Emerson played a little under 20 minutes and Addison about uh, almost 17 minutes. So, good to see Mukamadollan kind of earning earning that opportunity right now. So, um yeah. The, Sh- the Sharks got some young players coming, guys. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun when the sharks are good again. I can't wait. Um, so one piece to talk about when the sharks are good, if he'll be here is Tomash hurdle. So we're going to talk about hurdle kind of a um, little bit of news that came out about him. Uh, so we'll do that here in just one second. Get started on your new year's resolutions with Factor, So you're ready for the new year or maybe a month into the year. Uh, Factors ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef uh, crafted dietitian approved meals Deliver it right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options for keto, calorie smart, vegan or veggie and more. Plus over 55 weekly add ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Uh, Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juice snacks and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule. You can skip overpriced. The takeout trap factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef-crafted restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. And they're ready to heat and eat in just about two minutes, which means more time for you. And if you need a special occasion with Valentine's Day coming up, Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for a fast, upscale options done Easy. So uh, head over to factory slash locked on NHL and use code locked on NHL to get 50 percent off. That's code locked on NHL at factory com slash locked on NHL to get 50 percent off. All right. Uh, Tomas hurdle. So came out that Hurdle is going to talk to Mike Greer, or they plan to talk to Mike Greer uh, this summer about kind of the future of the Sharks. And I know there's potential like, well, does this mean Hurdle could be gone? Um, maybe, but I don't think we should kind of worry. I mean, I, I love Tomas Hurdle. I want Thomas Hurdle to kind of, to end his career as a Shark. I think Thomas Hurdle is somebody who... We've, we've seen the value of Hurdle this season, right? Kind of leading the way for guys like Eklund, you know, and Zetterlin, and some of these young forwards. I think Hurdle's, the way he plays, I think he's going to age kind of gracefully, right? He doesn't rely on his speed. Um, you know, I think he kind of plays a, a hard-nosed game. And I think when you surround Hurdle with, Better quality pieces as the sharks are trying to do one uh work right now. I think you will see a really good Tomash Hurdle coming down. Uh, you know, we'll see Hurdle continue to play well. But um, you know, I think some people might have raised an eyebrow. You know, he'll he'll kind of talk. He doesn't want to talk this this year or like during the season right now, kind of about his future. And I just have a hard time picturing Hurdle getting traded. For a couple reasons um and it should be right you should i think my career has been really clear uh you know as, as kind of especially with these veteran guys like i will i want you to be here but i will do right by you um and if hurdle feels like you know what maybe this isn't the right situation for me i think my career will do everything in his power to make something happen but there's a lot of kind of complicating factors. Um, Number one hurdles contract after the season, he's got six more years left on his deal at over $8 million. And yes, I know the cap's finally going to go up. I think that's a hard pill for a lot of teams to swallow right now to add a 31 year old center with eight years left or six years left at over $8 million. Um, the shark could retain, but they only have one retention slot left. And that's like, I think it's a tough ask to have the sharks retain whatever money for the next six years, especially when you're going to have one more year of burns, three more years left of Carlson retention. And then let's throw another six years of William, a- or sorry, now William Acklen, um of Tomas hurdle retention. Two, he has a no movement clause. So like if you're the sharks, you're not going to be able to kind of get the best bidders, right? Um, you would assume it'd be a team kind of looking for hurdle to kind of come in and play that two C position, assuming they have like a rock star one C they want hurdle to kind of come in and play the two C is, as, as they're trying to maybe make a, a cup run, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what are you going to get for a hurdle that's going to make it worth it right um i just don't think whatever you would get is going to be enticing enough to give up on a guy like thomas hurdle and then the next thing is i think hurdle like genuinely loves it here right um go back to you know when he scored in overtime and they had him out after the game. And I know the motions are high right then and, and et cetera, et cetera. And he's at home, but like he said, like, I love the shark tank. This is my home, right? He's been here his entire career. He's, he's lived here. Um, and I think he wants to be part of this next great sharks team. I know the season has been tough and the last couple of seasons have been tough and he's worn it, you know, just how tough this season is going. But I think he honestly, I think he just really loves it here, right? And I hopefully Greer could sit down with him, pitch him on the future, and be like, look, Hurdle, we got, you know, look, Tommy, we got Eklund, it's coming up. Will Smith, top four pick, it's going to be here, you know, could be here by the summer. He could be here by the summer, right? Um, You're going to have probably at worst, at worst, a top five pick coming. You might even have the number one pick, right? Yeah, Shakir Mukumadouan. You have a lot of pieces. And plus, the Sharks are going to have cap space, right? They're going to have, you know, close to $40 million in cap space. Be like, look, I mean, I know Greer said we're not going to kind of just blow cap space, but we're going to be smart about it. But, like, I think there's a pathway to the Sharks being somewhat competitive here in the next couple seasons. And, you know, I think if he can kind of sell them, like, hey, I know, I know it's tough right now. But better days are coming, and we want you to be one of those guys that help lead us to those better days. So um, I I don't – like I said, I would be – Hurdle's not getting traded at the trade deadline unless he literally comes out and says I want to get traded, um, which I don't see him doing. In this offseason, I honestly think – Greer and him are going to have a good heart-to-heart. That's what you want, right? You want that open-door policy between Greer and Hurdle. And I think, um, again, Greer played with – like, Greer's been a – shark. he didn't play with Hurdle, sorry, but Greer's been a Shark. Like, he's been part of this organization. Um, He knows how much Hurdle means to the Sharks, means to the Sharks fans. I mean, Hurdle's beloved, right? Like, ask yourself, right? How much do you love watching Tomas Hurdle play hockey? Because I love watching Tomas Hurdle play hockey. I think every Sharks fan loves watching Tomas Hurdle play hockey. Um And I, I really do think like, yes, this year's tough. And, but I really do think brighter days are going to be getting here for San Jose sooner rather than later. And I think Hurdle's still going to be a big piece of that. So, um I would not worry about much hurdle going anywhere. I would be, I would be surprised if he goes until, unless he comes out of that meeting and says, I don't believe it, but I don't believe the, the, in the plan, I want to go somewhere. Um, get me out of here. But I, I think, I think Greer can sell hurdle on the future. Uh, and again, I think hurdle just likes being here. So, um, you know, his family's here. He's, I, I just think hurdle likes being here. Um, so, That's going to be it for me today. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the sharks um, as they end their kind of their last game before the All-Star break, as they head down to Anaheim to play um, play the Ducks. So, if you want to catch um, that game, you can uh, if you're not watching on TV, you can always catch it on the SiriusXM app. Um, Search Sharks. Um, You catch every shot, every hit, every goal. Uh, so make sure yeah, check out Sirius XM on the SXM app search sharks. Um, I'll be back tomorrow to cover that game. Then we'll talk about Will Smith's uh, Boston university uh, or games against Boston university over the weekend. Will Smith, man, he's going to be really good. Uh, so we'll talk about those games, um, kind of going forward, and then we got another draft profile coming out on Friday as well. So make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts, and of course you can watch on YouTube as well. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked On Sharks Instagram account. Uh, we're getting pretty close to one K, so if you have not followed on Instagram, that's a great time to do it. Um, so make sure you guys are following along, um, and yeah. Follow me on Twitter at my Fryhole. Till tomorrow. Bye, friends.